Hello, hello. Thank you for joining me today. This is the Spicy Pecan Podcast. Have you ever had a dream that that you um you had you 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 could you do you you want you you could do so you you do you could. Joining us on another episode, this is the Spicy Pecan Podcast. My name is Nina, and a warm, spicy welcome to my co-host, Liz. Thank you, Nina. Give us a warm welcome if you're watching by YouTube, by liking and subscribing on the channel. Absolutely. And if you're listening on the pod directories, iTunes, Google Play, Pandora, give us five stars and make sure you leave a comment. It tells other people how dope we are and they share out our content more. And it's free, so (laughs) do that now. (laughs) All right, Liz, so hopefully your week has been going good. Yes, it has. I cannot complain. Good. What is your quote this week? Well, my quote for this week would be, be the main character in your life. Um, In order to be the best version of you, you have to put yourself first to be productive and to be like helpful towards others. You have to be the best version of yourself to put you first and everything else will flow. I love that. I absolutely love that. You be coming with the positive stuff. Yeah, I try to be. I be coming with the bullshit. We need need a mix. It's balance. So (laughs) my my quote this week is, say hello to my little friend. (laughs) Because of everything that I'm dealing with with our first story, Finger Hut. (laughs) Yo, I really wish I had. What kind of gun was that? I feel like that was like an Uzi. I need an Uzi. Listen, (laughs) I'm going to jump right into our first story. It is about Finger Hut. If you follow me on Facebook, which no one is on Facebook anymore, and I don't suggest you follow me on Facebook, definitely (laughs) follow the show. Um, But if you follow me on Facebook, I blasted Finger Hut because apparently they're doing business with a brand new bank, right? Mm -hmm. Great. I want companies to grow. But in doing that, they closed my long-standing account with them and opened up a brand new one. Mm. Two things you don't do back to back. You don't just op- close and open no. accounts. Like, that's wild, especially when you're trying to build when your When you're credit. building your credit. I'm Absolutely. in the process of um, looking at homes and getting into that mode and talking to mortgage people and all of that stuff. And a dip in my credit is everything right now. Like, that is crazy. So I just cannot believe that that is happening. Come on, figure out, get it together. Seriously, so they have hundreds of accounts being closed. And, <laughs> and figure out, how dare you? How dare you? Who do you even think you are, figure out? No, and the thing <laughs> is, is y'all advertise on building people's credit. That's why I'm saying this is such a predatory thing to do. Yeah. Like, yeah. you should have already, I called Finger Hut, I spoke to the corporate office, they told me that they were sending me a letter, which they have since sent it, and it's some bull. But they sent me a letter saying that I can send that to the credit bureau and dispute the brand new account. But what am I disputing? It's a real account. Yeah. My problem is honor the history that I've been your customer. Your business changes ain't got ish to do with me. Right. I right. pay my things way over. And honestly, let's keep it real, y'all. The only reason people use Finger Hut is to build their credit. Absolutely. There is no way you're gonna pay extra money for shit that you can buy somewhere else for cheaper. way cheaper. Way cheaper. Especially with Afterpay and all those other, you know, credit funding things that you can even 
purchase a plane ticket on putting on little way. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I figure so out how to humble yourself. I was so upset. I blasted I appreciate your customers. I put this big post. I tagged six ABC. As you should have. New, and I'm not done. I'm not done. Y'all about to As see me act ass. Y'all about to see me act oh, It's good that you even bring this up because if anyone watching, if there are any pecans out there that have finger hair, you might... You might even know this happened to you. Listen, join my cause. Join the okay. cause. The finger join cause. my cause. <laughs> I'm trying to get us paid. Because that's not, listen, that is so not right. You know what I mean? That is so wrong. It's literally against what you advertise for. All of your advertisements have black and brown people. Mm -hmm. So we know who you're targeting. Right. And you're basically, your whole business model is built off the backs of poor people. Rich people I don't your about services. to say that. Yeah. Rich it's like a buy here, yeah. pay here situation. Yeah. It's that line of where it becomes predatory. On one hand, it's a great service. You're helping me build my credit. Absolutely. I'm paying on time. I'm doing my part. You're doing your part. But that line of that predatory behavior. It's like a partnership and then they kind of like stab you in the <laughs> back. So, <laughs> that's why I want to be like, <laughs> come on, partner. <laughs> so, yeah. That drove me crazy. Another story that absolutely drove me crazy this month, uh, this week came out of nowhere was Joe Button commenting on uh, Megan Thee Stallion's court case with Tory Lanez, essentially um, comparing her to Evelyn Lozada because he said every time Tory Lanez, this is the gist, every time Tory Lanez, you know, does something good or anytime someone is abused, and the person starts doing good and time has passed, they want to bring up the past abuse. So he brought up Evelyn Lozada, bringing up the whole Ocho Cinco oh, thing. Mm -hmm. And he, his ass got roasted. Well, that's what Joe Budden's known for, saying stupid stuff. And 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 I think he does it purposely, actually, to yeah. get his name it's in like the media. It's like the business model right let um, me start some ish to get back in the news because i'm selling season three of power let them speak their truth and speak it as often as they need to and speak it how they need to his thing was if you have if you're victimized or you've been through a trauma deal with it with that person privately you don't have to blast them on the on the internet and social media and you know on tv um because they you, there's a point where he said, um, there's a point in life where you just have to move forward. But we're also, he's also an abuser. He's abused Tahiri. Yes. Um, and she even said something about, she was like, the nerve of this yes. guy. Yes. So he's just, he's putting himself out there, you know, basically saying to his uh, victims, this is how he wants to be handled. Yeah. That's pretty, pretty much what it is. Yeah. I've moved on. I, I beat your ass, but I've moved right. on. And stop bringing up my past. Right. Well, I'm sorry. That's not how life works. And you don't get to tell victims when to get over it. Right. Like, you're right. bugging. Especially, like, his abuse got to the point, allegedly, his abuse got so bad that he um, beat her so bad, a pregnancy was terminated. Uh, for Tahiri. Tahiri uh, really? was pregnant by Joe Button. And he beat her up so bad that she had a miscarriage. And you I know that woman is not have children. 
She does not have children. That's actually murder. I'm surprised he wasn't charged. In, in and that's what I'm saying. And she's even like, I cannot believe this guy still has a platform. Yeah. But it's going to be dumb people that are going to be like, well, he do got a point. Y'all do need to start moving on. No, you don't tell a victim when to get over that's their stuff. mentality, though. Exactly. Yeah. Leave me alone. I've moved on. Like, yeah. screw you, Joe Biden. I'm sick of you. In your perfect world, that's how it would go. So that's why he's speaking out against it, because... He can relate to Tory. Is his name? What's his name? Tory Lanez. Tory Lanez. Um, he can relate because he has gone through that because he is an abuser. So he's speaking from experience, and he's just letting his victims know how he wants to be handled. Yep, and letting us know what kind of person he really but is. He's actually, getting his ass handed to him <laughs> on social media where he doesn't want it to happen. So I've been over him. Backfired. Yeah, he's he's a hot mess. Yeah. He's a criminal, and I know your next story. Yeah, speaking of criminals, uh, we'll go to El Salvador with his story. Um, there's the president of El Salvador. He's been the president, and his name is Nayib Bukele. He's been the president of El Salvador since um, January 2019. He's been doing some amazing things there. Um, he has arrested, I read the numbers this week, was like up to 20,000. Wow. Yeah. The, the, whole country of El Salvador is under martial law and he's like cleaning house there has been retaliation um where the gang members were retaliating did like innocent killings and trying to and he smacked them back down and he was like I will start taking meals away from them so just to give a little bit of a, a backstory yeah. this president mm -hmm. he's arresting a bunch of gang members MS-13 gang members to clean up to his, clean the, country. the country. So his stance on law and order has been to um, arrest everyone associated with gang yes. violence. Yes. And um, the gang violence, you can, it's not just, because my concern with this was, how's he just rounding up anybody? And then that could be kind of terrible. But the fact is, is that when you're initiated in these games, you have tattoos. Yeah. There are real ways. There have been accusations against them that they were rounding up innocent people. However, when you're doing a massive cleanup like that, it's not going to be done perfectly. Right. And, you know, unfortunately, if you were a previous gang member and you have these tattoos, now you just have to... I, I don't know, pay your dues now? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It sounds a little bit like that pandemic story you were telling us about and how they were sending people to facilities. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like one of those things where it's like the greater good, I yeah. guess, yeah. is kind of the goal. I was like, you have it. to be so careful. I I mean, one. I, but you know, like, year, yeah. that, because there could be innocent more. people that. This is more than just drug good. There's. A huge problem of sex trafficking of children and women and men. Um, you know, it's the murders is everything. So when it comes to that, I'm more like, yeah, do what you have to do. You know what I mean? Um, but they're being reformed. That's the good part. Like he's not just locking them up and throwing them away. He's like, um, you know, they have educational programs. They have work programs. They're cleaning up the prisons. Uh, all, all the graffiti's gone. They have, they're painting it. They're building a new prison to facilitate, you know. Yeah. And they're cleaning up the country. Anything, any buildings, any anything that has graffiti on it is being painted. They're bringing the country back to life. He wants to, you know, he wants people to feel safe, tour, you know, for tourism. And he's mm -hmm. just trying to look out for the greater good of everyone. So they're gonna they're gonna go through a rough state. Um, yeah, time, it's gonna be rough at first, but. 
I do, I mean, there's some, there's some really amazing things about this story. And then there are some things that concern me. But the amazing things about this is that people, these people who may not have any like real economic, you know, um, opportunity, especially right. if they're involved in gangs, usually that's a good indicator that you didn't have a lot of options. Because people with options typically don't choose gang over other yeah. options. You yeah, I mean? so, absolutely. Uh, so, I'm pretty sure a lot of them will force them to make right. gang, like, absolutely. For fear of, yeah. you know, So they're, they are getting arrested, but he's offering educational opportunities, vocational opportunities. This is not the, the American prison right. style at all. This is... We're yeah. getting you into this facility. We are proactively helping you rebuild Absolutely. your life yeah. and give you skills so that you're not going to be in here forever. We're not going to give you baseball numbers, you know, football numbers, I think is yeah. the saying. Um, this is a real opportunity for a next chapter in your life. Yeah, absolutely. And hopefully other countries will mimic this. We um, damn sure need to look president. at something. We, we will benefit from that absolutely. here in the States. It's so it's an amazing thing. And... Um, shout out to Nayib Bukele for what he's doing, and you yeah. know, it's ex I'm excited to see what happens with that. Yeah, some that things make me nervous about it, like the whole roundup yeah. and those numbers. Yeah, just the fact that anyone in power, you always have to check them. You know, you always have to have that that checks and balances because yeah. how do we know that slid up in there are some political opponents, slid up in there are some people yeah. who didn't necessarily do anything wrong. You know, slid up in there, so it's just it's such a high number. That I'm not is used an to extremely hearing. high number, but that but that just tells and you can't be how problematic, how huge that gang is. That there's twenty thousand that he's you know has incarcerated. Well, think about it like this though, Liz. In this country, don't you think we have at least twenty thousand gang active Absolutely. gang members? Absolutely. So what would it look like if the United States government? grab them all up at the same time not necessarily because they had just committed a specific crime or we have evidence of a crime but merely the fact that they're associated with his group. yeah with american laws and you know i just it's it, completely different i think here because yeah, of our laws exactly, yeah yeah like if you're caught doing something that's a different story but just merely being associated with a group i think we that's have to where go about it, it starts we would to, probably have to go about it in a different way you know how they do um uh, what are those things? Lookouts? You know, where they, they set them up and then go in for the kill? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Round them up. It would have to be that type of situation. But they need, to, they need to do it. They need to do it hard. Especially, you know, and we have a lot of places in Jersey, Philadelphia, Chicago, Los Angeles. Like, there's a, quite a few yeah. states that would benefit from something like that. Yeah. Of course, with our laws. Yeah, I just I need you to commit a crime with evidence first before right, right, I right. actually incarcerate you rather than I just, agree. yeah. But since it's so it's so, El Salvador is like this big compared yeah. to the United States, and so if he does something this drastic and it can you know bring the changes quicker, then we'll see. We will yeah. see. I mean, history will definitely the tell I'm the watching. story. Yeah, absolutely. So. Absolutely. Speaking of um, criminals and people being arrested and still in, within the criminal justice system, here in the States, the January 6th committee is holding their hearings finally in June. Yeah. So all in the news, all these months since January, since the January 6th incident, the terrorist attack that was um, that was flamed on by President Trump, it was all of his supporters that. Stormed the Capitol, 
you know, people died. Uh, it was just horrible. We all remember. So finally, um, the they're actually going to be releasing the evidence that they found. There are going to be real hearings. The testimony that has been given will be um, released. And we just need this. We needed this shit in February. Yeah. Like, the fact that Trump is still walking around like he didn't do anything. The fact that our government literally, they tried to overthrow it. Right. And we got these people walking around, and every day in the news, I'm seeing somebody being beat up by the cops or shot mm -hmm. by the cops. And it's like, yo, y'all have for real criminals. Yeah, absolutely. Not just the corner boys who are selling drugs. No. These people, that that's in that will impact the entire country the as they have been successful. And the thing is, is bro, I thought they loved cops. Not that day they didn't they, love the oh, cops. No, not that they day. didn't love cops that day. But also, um, his his fans, <laughs> I call them his fans, Trump supporters, they didn't, they were they were did you hear crickets? Because none of them no. were complaining. I didn't hear not I didn't see on Facebook they 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 were usually very verbal, but that day it was crickets. They they were concerned for uh, police officers that day and then it took them what maybe a good two weeks and then they started making up all these excuses of oh black lives matter was there no it was antifa um it was et and like it was everybody all the disney Dorothy characters the <laughs> <laughs> i think i saw Some a photo in there so it looked a little sketchy <laughs> So, um, can you believe they've arrested 820 people? Really? Here's the thing, though. 820 compared to what you saw with your eyes in the footage, do you feel like that's a... Does that number make you give you some solace? Does it make you feel good? Or do you feel like us as the American people are still being um, jipped? Um, I would like to look at the brighter side of it. They got 800. Mm -hmm. I I would have thought they wouldn't have gotten any of them except for the maybe five that were who became famous. Yeah, with their little charades and stuff. But I, I'm okay with the 800. But oh yeah, I mean 800 definitely is a big number. But it just didn't it feel like the weeks afterwards, like it wasn't even no, really. No, a, they didn't hype it up. They, they were, were finding people <laughs> on Facebook and stuff. They were finding people by the weirdest means. It didn't feel like there was a real investigation yeah. for this. Yeah. Meanwhile, this not nothing even similar has happened. But we've seen in the past, like they just murdered activists in the past. Yeah. Fred Hampton. You know, like, so many civil rights activists, Martin Luther King was murdered. Like, so many people have been mm -hmm. murdered for things that don't even come close to that. Yet, this was just like... They wanted to sweep it under... I, I'm pretty sure what they wanted to do was just sweep it under the rug and hope that it died out. But, of course, that can't happen because it was broadcast. <laughs> and know, it's half of the see. American political system. Yeah. Half of the American political system wants us to be under the control of a dictator. They don't want everybody to vote. They don't I'm, want to hear everybody's yeah. voice. They're rolling back all kinds of well, that was, that was Trump's That was Trump's little speech. He was like, um, stop the steal, stop the steal. And, that, and that's how he rallied them all up. You know, he didn't, he was saying that stop the steal of the election and basically to save America and he popped them up, and then he said, and I quote, we fight like hell. And if you don't fight like hell, you're going to have a, you're not going to have a country anymore. And then he says, well, I didn't send them. You, you, 
Thank Listen. The thing. His ass. If he was black, he would have been in jail. This wouldn't even be a thing. If he yeah. was Hispanic, he yeah. la Latino. If he was Asian. If he was anything other than if a white woman. If he was a white woman. If he was a white woman. A white woman had done what Trump did. She would have been arrested. You see how the difference between the white male cops and the white female cops. How the white female cops, they get driven under the bus. Yeah. Like, but the white male cops, it's like, they're still trying to get well, white, uh, yeah. Chauvin out. They're still trying to get him out of jail. Yeah, sure. You know, it's, it's, a, it's, it's unbelievable. This is white, 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 white men, America. <laughs> this is their-ish, you know. So, I, I want to see what happens with Trump. Do you think they're going to arrest him? No. What do you think would be the remedy? I don't know what would be the remedy. I, I, I don't know. I'm just sitting back and just, because you don't know how. See, in my mind. He's a white man. It'll never. He's, he's, it, they're not going to touch him. It'll never be right in my mind ever, ever, ever un, until they arrest him for his crime. Yeah. That I is agree. one of the biggest crimes. I just don't think it's going to happen. Right. I'm just being honest. Would I you love to see him be a Would I like for his pension and everything that he gained from being a president be taken away from him? Absolutely. Is that going to happen? I doubt it. Yeah. There, I mean, there is no bigger crime yeah. than trying to overthrow the government. There's no bigger crime. So it's, uh, wow. Anywho, <laughs> the America we live in, the America so, we we'll live in. We'll sit back and watch what happens with that. Yeah, with that as well in our own backyard. Absolutely. What about our shows? Let's pop into. <laughs> Listen, I have to apologize because work has been so crazy. Life has been crazy. Yeah. You know, just getting back into the season and getting back into the flow. Yeah. And now it's a new flow because I have a new person. And it's been awesome. Like, I love doing the show you. again. Um, I'm having fun as well. <laughs> yeah. So, I didn't really get a chance to see everything. So, yeah. for this week, maybe we should just skip this week. Yeah. And we'll talk about the show. We promise we will watch. It's getting hot outside, guys. We've been outside. I know. <laughs> but I think, what do you think about this? I think we should just follow one show for now. Yeah. One show. Yeah. We'll do, what do you want to do? I would say 90 Day Fiance. That seems to be like the thing everyone's into because mm -hmm. there's so many spinoffs and it's been so successful. Unless you pecans are watching something in unison that you would prefer us to watch and give you feedback on. Yeah, absolutely. Let us know. Always ears. Always ears. All right. So what is our topic this week? Our topic this week, I thought we, we should have kind of like spice it up a little bit. A little yeah. spicy pecan. <laughs> um, can you date someone... And have a good relationship with this person and still be with them if the sex is horrible. Oof, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Both of us are looking at each other like. All right, so I guess first, how do you feel about that? And have you have you been in that situation? Everyone that I've actually claimed as like we are girlfriend, you know, no, I have not had bad sex like sex with. The, of someone that I'm yeah. with but people that I've dated absolutely yeah and that's usually one of the first signs that you know and yeah. even in actually you know what that's a lie in in my relation in some of my relationships 
that is kind of a sign that you know everything is breaking down at this point. yeah eventually right yeah. but but initially you know you're vibing with this person they they check off on everything but when it comes to the bedroom it's like it, you're not on the same there's no sexual compatibility which yeah. is important in a relationship very very, very it separates friendships from relationships right because right. I could have a great guy friend who I enjoy having that friendship with, but I'm not having sex with them. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, think about like back <laughs> in the day, right? People kind of were like low-key arranged marriage. Yeah. You got with the first person that hit on you or the first person that came serious. Yeah. Or your parents arranged it or you came from a country where it was legit arranged. Now, how did those people handle it? Because while they were forced to stay in their marriages because of social issues and stuff, <laughs> like, you know, they people were just miserable. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Because, A lot of um, like you said, when you're dating someone, everything is great, but if the, if the sex is horrible, you're going to chop the deuces. And, and if the sex isn't fun. Right. Like, if it's not fun, like, there has do to you, be chemistry. Have you ever laughed? Like, do you laugh? Yeah. Yeah, I laugh. Uh, yeah. I make yeah. jokes. Yeah. <laughs> Sexual person, like if you're just like an introvert and you're like, you, you know, yeah, you're not gonna have fun in the bedroom, no. but but that that's why you you share those intimate moments with your partner to see where you can both become compatible and have that dialogue. Um, there has to be that chemistry that keeps the spark alive, that keeps yeah. because um, I can enjoy you all day long, but if I can't enjoy the intimate part with you, I, I cannot be in a relationship like that. Yeah, it's just, it, it's just, I don't know. I agree, I agree. I think one of the things, though, that while I was doing my research for um, the topic, I realized that, or I came across a bunch of articles that basically said a lot more people are having less sex, even in couple situations. Why? Um, they don't, they can't figure out exactly what it is. Some of it, they kind of cited to people who have still been in the same relationship since the pandemic, that the pandemic put a lot of stress on a lot of relationships. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, I guess, too much time together. Um, so they did cite that, but, um, a few of the articles said they don't know what it is, but like my generation, millennials, they said that, um, people born in my generation, we have the reputation for being promiscuous. But in fact, we don't have sex as much as um, previous generations. Really? Yeah. I wonder what, I mean, I, times are hard for everyone. And, you know, with the pandemic and inflation and rent, just everything. Like, it puts a strain on your morale, right? So if you're not in a good headspace, you're not really yeah. going to be that enthusiastic. But if, if you're putting that aside and, and you know, you... There's also a difference when you're just having fun sex and when you're making love too. And I feel like when you're making love to someone, oh, you're so sweet. It's so different. <laughs> it's so different. It's more intimate. It's more passionate. Yeah. And that when you when you're intimate with someone that you love, it's completely different. And so you're more in tune to have that compatibility because you're both trying to please each other. And right. It's not just a me thing, you know. And so. Um, you know, there's so much that goes into a good relationship, but sex is super important. And I think that great sex can prolong an unhealthy relationship. 
Absolutely. And bad sex can ruin a good one. And that that, that's a big thing. So you girl, can be with someone that's completely horrible for you, but the sex is amazing and right. that's what keeps you both in it. And sometimes that makes that kind of makes you not realize that you're in such it a bad situation you. because the chemistry is so good and because that sexual and, part yeah, is there. And I think we've all been there. I've Absolutely. been there. Have you ever used sex as a weapon because you kind of knew that it would like solve problems? Yeah. Not is that is, is that, that weaponizing? Is that makeup sex? Is that what we call makeup sex? Oh yeah, but isn't that kind of weaponizing sex? I don't know if it's weaponizing, but I know that it's done. Yeah. <laughs> I absolutely. know I've done it, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. You just need to um recognize what type of relationship you want to be in. If you're looking for just a friendship relationship and the sex is not that important to you, then but if it is, and it's something that can ultimately ruin your, your relationship and something that you need to be open about with your partner. Yeah. And just have that open, honest conversation and, and try to meet somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Um, what about all of the, because there are so many distractions to relationships now that I think that kind of messes up kind of the like some of the sexual chemistry like yeah. with the rise of like open relationships and things like that no. do you think that that social media no. sexually or no, does that I, no and i know a, a, it's so it's so normalized now right to have to absolutely actually there's a there was an article yeah but yeah there is a, there is a um it's normalized now like to invite other people into your marital bed or if you're not married whatever just to invite that third party um and it always goes south. I have never seen any relationship that has brought in another person thrive off of it. I've never seen it. They've done shows about I've it. I've seen husbands and wives break up. Wives leave their husbands for the women. Or the husband leaves the wives for that. Or just venturing out outside of their three. Because now, well, you let right. me sleep with this person. Now I'm, I'm out here doing it. Yeah. And there's just so much. I, I even know people in real life. You know, that have been in pan, I was about to say pandemic relationships, <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> um, but multiple, you know, multiples. And um, yeah. I still have yet to see a successful situation yet. And people are always like on the dating sites now. That's literally a thing. I feel like I'm constant, not constantly because I don't check them as much, but definitely have been recruited or attempted to get recruited into many relationships wow and to me i kind of like you know i'm always taking offense to some shit <laughs> i take offense to it because i feel like you're not respecting me as a lesbian like oh i'm just an accessory to Do your you damn relationship because you're a lesbian you're more prone to be approached Oh yeah, for it. absolutely. Yeah. By other lesbians <laughs> or bisexual, I guess, really. Right. Um, but yeah, the open relationship thing. The even in the LGBTQ, you know, um, you know, they're yeah. still adding stuff. But there's an asexual flag. What is asexual? Asexual means that you don't really have any sexual desires. Okay. The time is pan. enough. Okay. Pansexual is like a sapiosexual where they're just, they will, they'll sleep with any type of person, um, whether you're transgender, whether you're, all, regardless okay. of what your situation is, they will um, engage in a relationship with you. 
Um, if I am incorrect, let me know in the comments. Yeah. I'm always trying to learn because, like I tell y'all, I just so happen to be gay. I can't keep up with these hoes. Yes. Like, I cannot. <laughs> y'all got a word for everything. I am over it. Like, whatever just happened. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't follow with it either because I'm not gay. I respect everyone. It's I don't even care the what straight you stuff. Even the straight stuff. Our own issues. <laughs> Listen, you can be straight and asexual. Yeah. You know, yeah. you could be straight and um, non, or can you be non-binary? Anyway, point being, <laughs> all right, let me get back to this article. So the sun, actually, I want to read a little bit of this because it was pretty interesting. It said, and this was um, on the 13th, this article came out. Open relationships have soared since the pandemic as couples grow bored with each other. Um, a sex expert is claiming, and her name is Dr. Tammy Nelson. She said that um, she reported a 45% leap in inquiries about discussing the subject sex with partners in recent months. So sex and open relationships. So she's been hit up 45% more about people wanting to engage in a conversation with her about open relationships with their partner. Okay. Which totally just complicates the sexual thing anyway. I feel like if you're having trouble in your relationship, yeah. you you gotta lean in or, you know. Right. But then again, I I couldn't be in an open relationship. That's not I feel like that's me. like a temporary solution. Yeah. So then when that doesn't work out that and you're done experimenting with that, what happens after that? Plus, how do you get in two relationships when you haven't masked the first? If your relationship is so bomb that both of y'all are like, yo. This shit we got right here. Right. We should be sharing this. We need to share that. Right, right, right. Like bottle it up and give it away. But like if y'all arguing every five seconds, y'all got problems back and forth, and you're trying to recruit in another person to your relationship, like where did you yeah. bump your head? Or what about those relationships where one one of the partners are, are gay on either end? Mm -hmm. Um and they're like, well, I'll stay with you if you allow me to sleep with the same sex outside of you. Mmm. Mm. That's kind of like weapon. Isn't that kind of like weaponizing the relationship? Um, like, I don't know. I that first of all, that's so many people's fears when they deal with bisexual people. Yeah. Because in the minds of everyone, it's like, oh, you just gonna be sleeping with everybody. <laughs> You're not maybe. even considering the fact that hello, you have moral standards. And right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. Right. A I'm not a slut. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that is everybody's fear because yes, at a certain point, I'm gonna be like, are you getting everything that you need? Like, I was at a lesbian bar um, yesterday with two of my cousins, and my cousins are asking me, because this is the first time we've ever been to a, a, a bar out together. They want well, the actually, extra advice? They, no, they, wanted, they were trying to recruit for me, so they were trying to figure out what kind of lesbian I am. So they were like... Um, well, that, that's important information. Go ahead. They were like, Nina. And meanwhile, I'm like, guys, I'm not even looking. Like, I'm, I'm cool. I just wanted to go out. I just wanted to go out, have a good time. I'm like, I'm trying new things with my hair, you know, like... By the way, which we love. Oh, thank you. I love, we love the hair. I'll have to take it out tomorrow. But it has been fun, and I definitely want to do it again. But, but did they succeed last night? They did succeed. They succeeded. Um, I got but, a number. Really, wait, let's backpedal a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, what kind of lesbian are you? So that's the <laughs> thing. Apparently, I'm a backpack lesbian. What is that? So you're either, there's so many different categories. I know it's but lipstick. It's, 
No, in this specific thing, everybody is either a backpack lesbian or non-backpack lesbian. There's no lipstick lesbian? The backpack means you're <laughs> the one that's bringing the strap. Oh. That's what <laughs> the backpack means. So that, Ooh, you know. Okay. Listen, this this crowd gets real. <laughs> yeah. She got the Meanwhile, backpack. I go everywhere with a damn backpack. But you know the funny thing she about does, you do. The funny, <laughs> the funny thing about that is, I mean, I feel like it's kind of a misconception. In a lot of lesbian relationships, that's not even really a thing that comes up a lot. It's not, really? at least in my relationships, it's not something where it was like incorporated on a even a weekly basis. It's like an add-on, but not a thing where it has to be something. Yeah. But I guess, you know, I haven't been with everybody. And I'm sure some people are different. Maybe some people, it's like, that's their thing. They got to have that all the time. But I feel like, you know, for the most part, you know, I know where okay. the G-spot is. <laughs> I know how to find it. So usually that's like an add-on, but not the primary yeah. question, you know. Yeah, it's just something that you like to throw in. Yeah, and I'm not even that big of a fan of it. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of it, but I don't know. My thing is, you said that therapist was saying that 45% more people have been coming to her. Have hit her up about <laughs> having that conversation with their partner. I feel like what... Some of that stems from not having a life outside of your partner. Mm. When you get bored of your partner, it's because you have not separated you from the relationship. And they haven't separated themselves from this relationship. So you have two individuals and then you have this relationship. And I am big on having a life outside of my relationship. Like I still want to be able to go out with my friends and travel or stay by myself in solitude for yeah. an entire day without Aquarius, to, you know, Aquarius <laughs> gang here. Need our space. You know, and I think that's super important to make sure you don't lose self yeah. when you're in a relationship and it's so easy to do. And it's a recharging. It yeah. is. It's a recharging, yeah. especially if you're in the right type of relationship. You spend a bunch of time with your, your friends and then you go back to your partner and it's like you want to tell them everything that happened. Yeah. Or even if you don't, it's just that different energy again that yeah. you love. You know? give, them, give yourself time to miss your partner. Yes. You know, if they're in your face 24 seconds, you can't miss them. You, there's nothing to t go back and run and tell yeah. them anything because they experienced it with you. You know, have outside friends. It's healthy. It's so healthy. And I learned that the heart. I learned that when I was dating the, this one guy. Um, and he was, and he was telling me like, you know, I'm like, well, we, we don't see each other every day. He's like, no, we're not. And I was like, ah! and he was like, because we need, we, we need, it's healthy. And, and he was so patient with me, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, so, it, but it made sense. And now I, that's how I am. And I'm just like, no, I need my space. I need my me time. I need to miss you. You know? So if you're bored in your relationships, cause you're, you guys are in each other's space too much. Yeah. Now, what do you think about um, going back to the backpack thing? What do you think about like in straight couples? How often do you think people need to be open up to toys and additives and you know like all the things, the oils and the the outfits and the this I feel and the that that's super important. Okay, but both people need to be on the same page. But I know um, I can't speak too much, guys. I was married for twenty years. I don't have that much experience with other people. I know that my soon to be ex husband didn't. He, he, there was no toys oh. as far as like 
Nothing? A penetrating wine. Okay. There was like oils and little hand thing, but like. What about the rings? Yeah, okay. the rings were fine. But oh, anything, so that's cool. Anything that was possibly going to replace him in the bedroom, he was like completely against it. And I never pushed it in. But why would you see it as a replacement rather than an enhancement? He's Puerto Rican. <laughs> Puerto Rican remember he wants cheese one, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So. Wow. That see that I, I don't like that mentality, but yeah. I, I get it. Yeah. I mean I kind there's of understand. A, apparently there's like a lot of men feel that way. Which is a shame because you're probably encouraging women to go away from you. And I feel like that mentality is we can see a certain mentality phasing out. Yeah, because the kids don't, the teenagers, me, you know, even as old as my generation, we just don't have a lot of these hangups of like what it really means to be like a man and what it really means to be yeah. a woman. Um, and the, now in this day and age, in this day and age, if you're holding on to what it is to be a male and female or whatever, um, and you're still holding on to the fifties. Yeah, ideas and you know values. It's it's completely have different. fun. Do, why you don't put so many requirements on your manhood? You're a man because you were born one, babe. You were a man because you got that thing. Like you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. And I just don't. I don't see it as like. I don't really see it as like a mentality. We all have aggressive parts of our behavior. Yeah. And I mean, I've dated women who have tried to like, you feminine women who have tried to flip me over and stuff. <laughs> how do you feel about that? Um, It depends on how you do it. You still got to do it in a girly way. Don't be, you know what I mean? Like, I don't oh, be trying you, to really manhandle me. Wait, did you feel that? You felt manhandled. I, you know, yes. And I, let me tell you a funny story. <laughs> I went on a date one time and this girl, she was feminine. You know what I mean? But we go into the movie theater and she put her arm around me, like, and I was so weirded out. It was like her mannerisms and her behaviors were like, I'm like, hold up, bitch, that's where my arm's supposed to go. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. So then you could kind of understand where, where yes. the guy comes from. He's like, I, I don't want that around yeah, me. Like, that's yeah. my job. That's, oh, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, I can kind of understand yeah. that. Let me know if I need to knock that part out of my... Let her know she needs to be flipped. <laughs> I need to be flipped. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, there's so much... There's so many different top, topics on dating, which I would love for us to continue in the, in, in the next... But I do want to know, what do you like... All right. Uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, mm -hmm. how important is sex? I would say about 8. Okay. And if you had everything else... But the sex part was just not what you thought, like, it's not what you need. It's not all of what you need. Would you stay if you had everything else? Would you sacrifice that piece and just be like, yeah, I'll do it myself? No. Okay. Because I need that. Yeah. I'm a sexual person and I need that. You know, I need that from my partner. Mm -hmm. Now, what if your partner came to you somewhere else? What if your partner came to you and they had like, an erectile issue or something like that. He would be like, someone else's partner. But you're madly in love with this person. I'm not madly in love because, <laughs> because there's, like, there's no way I could be madly for in love. Me, I'm not, I, and I'm not putting this on. You know, don't come for me. Yeah, this is me. Y'all, <laughs> pecans. Don't come for me. For me, I need to, and that that for me, like I love a manly. I love men. How about you? 
I, I don't know. I think I would have to see how good is everything else. Because is that considered the 80-20? 80% good, 20% good. And right, I guess. Would you sacrifice that 20 being the intimate part of it? Um, I might. I really? I might. I might. Especially if there were considerations around it. You know what I mean? If there were like, um, I could potentially just have a sexual partner. See, the what I'm just saying. I mean, they need to but, all right, all right. Even That's if not, roommate. even if not that, even That's if roommate. even if not that, and I had to sacrifice. Like, I'm not actually going to be sacrificing sex. I'm still going to be taking care of myself. Yeah, but, but I'm not. No, it's that is definitely not the same. Yeah, that intimacy. Yeah, that yeah. intimacy and having. That That's how I feel like you reconnect with your partner. But end. if everything else is bomb. And I just, I always want to spend time with you. You're my best friend. We do kiss and stuff like best that. Friend. But yeah, you, I mean, because really, like, that is kind of who you want to die old with. You know, you want to die old with someone who's also your best friend. And at a certain point in life, the sex part is going to diminish. It does. It does. It so does. there has to be some deep-rooted friendship, bro. Like, real yeah. friendship. Like, yo, I like spending time with you. I like to Absolutely. be in your energy. Like, I like your smell. Absolutely. I, like I, would, I would prefer if the sex part naturally died out. <laughs> and I didn't just go running into that. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to be honest. You know, like... But, I mean, if you fall in love with someone who's, like, paraplegic or has some type of disability or whatever, then... You know, that sex part just might not be the thing. It, are they paraplegic when I met them? Well, let me tell you this, though. That I did date a girl that said that she does not like to have an orgasm. I mean, obviously, it didn't last long. She was actually... She, was good, she was good to me. But at a certain point, that's not going to be enough, you know? But she did. She did not like to have an orgasm. Why? But this she connected said, to. She said that she enjoyed... Set. She liked everything that led up to the orgasm, but not the orgasm itself. I had never That's heard that before. She would, I mean, and I was even, that, I don't like to be racist, but that, that'd be sounding like some white shit to me. Well, she was black. Beautiful. Banging. I dated for, for maybe me, about a month. I don't know. That, that for me... And maybe this that's this is just me overthinking it, but I feel like she connects that to, to something bad or traumatizing. I don't know. I never we never got an opportunity to have like the deeper yeah. conversation. But I think that also goes somewhat in line with that asexual lifestyle. I have heard there's one rap, rapper, his name is NLE Chapa, and he's young, very poppin', very handsome guy. And the people that are very much into like that organic lifestyle and the vegan stuff and energies and all that, they also, there's yeah. a big movement of yeah. holding your sperm, yeah. holding that orgasm your back. energy and all that, yeah. Because I you're giving that. away, yeah. So, I mean, it's like a whole thing. But was she doing it because she was a vegan? I don't know. She wasn't a vegan. Yeah. I don't know exactly well, you know, why I, she was I, doing I, this it. This is why, you know what, um, I, I read a story or I seen, seen on, I don't know, on social media somewhere. Um, but she was saying how she was um, abused mm. growing up and it went into her teenage and so her young adult years by her, her brother. Mm. And But they were like very sexually active and she would have orgasms with her brother. So then when she got out of that and she would be intimate with her boyfriend, she would have an orgasm and she would cry afterward and she hated having an orgasm because it 
brought wow. back those trauma memories Oof. of being pleased and it was a wrong it was a horrible feeling like a wrong thing yeah I don't know. I would have never found out because you Sorry. told me you don't want something. <laughs> I'm not, you know, all right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You just respect it. You know, yeah. I just respect it. But, um, but yeah, definitely we could go into so many different things. Yeah. Did you, or were there any other points that you kind of wanted to, I don't know, I don't squeeze in? Open, healthy dialogue with your partner. And if the sex isn't good, start with conversating about it first yeah. before you venture onto bringing other people in or therapy or Try to fix it first and then... Yeah, and my suggestion to people is don't be so closed off and don't just think you got it all figured out. Like, this is what I like and this is what I don't like. And then, 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 then. We create so many rules for ourselves that sometimes I've noticed by the time I'm in my, you know, I'm in my after mid-30s, I feel like some people, they've got so many rules for themselves that sometimes they forget to just have fun yeah. and just let loose and just open yourself up to a new experience. You don't know me, though. Like, you know what I mean? Like, whatever you did before. You don't know me, though. You know what right, I mean? This is right. a brand new energy that we're starting it's together. Know me first. And yeah, dust <laughs> off them old rules. Like, oh, I didn't do this because so-and-so. This is a brand new situation. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, this is an adventure. We want to have fun. We want to be silly. We want. That's how I like my sex life yeah. to be. I like it to be fun. I like to be like it to be like an adventure and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, you get into your regular, you get into modes yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. But every once happens. in a while, remember to pop out with something new for your partner. Yeah. And it encourages that type of behavior. Sometimes I think we get stuck into like, well, they ain't doing it, so I'm not going to. You can encourage brand new behavior in any relationship Absolutely. that you're in, whether it's a child relationship to parent the co-worker, whatever. You can change it by Go being on that change. vacation, get bent over on that balcony. And, and. You know? <laughs> well, we had fun today. I enjoyed all the topics and stories. We had a great discussion. You ready to wrap this up? Absolutely. Thank you, Pecans, for joining. Make sure you share this episode with someone who you think would enjoy it. Listen, as always, be blessed. Stay spicy. Thank you for listening to Spicy Pecan Podcast. This is a wonderful new media production.